0: 18 plus. Hi there this is Steve Carney Tampa Bay Rays insider for Sports Radio 95.3 WDAE and AM620 and this is the Inside Pitch Podcast it's our daily look at the Rays and the news and the events that affect both the team and the rest of Major League Baseball do me a favor on whatever platform you're using to listen to today's show hit the subscribe button it's free it helps us help you never miss a day of the show as we go seven days a week make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Inside Pitch Pod. And if you've got questions for me or questions that you want to have asked of somebody in the Rays organization by me, send me an email. The email address is insidepitchpod at gmail.com. The Inside Pitch Radio Show gets going an hour before Ray's Games Monday through Saturday, two hours before the start of Sunday Raise Games, and you can hear it on our flagship station. 95.3 WDAE and AM620, which you can listen to live if you're outside of the Tampa Bay market on the iHeartRadio app. So let's get today's show going. This is the Inside Pitch Podcast. Now your host, Steve Carney. Hey, you so much for joining us. Coming up on today's show, could Major League Baseball look more like Little League Baseball? Well, if one manager has his way, that might be the case, but we will begin with Friday evening's contest at Tropicana Field as the Rays return home for the first time in over a week to take on the Detroit Tigers after a West Coast road trip that saw the team go 5-1. and one. They flew back from San Diego on Wednesday, and they certainly looked like they were still jet-lagged. Come Friday evening as the bats were lethargic. The pitching was good, but the defense certainly did not help. As Tampa Bay, with just five hits on the evening, and three of them coming from Matt Duffy, the other two, one belonged to Travis Darno, and he was then erased on a double play by Tommy Pham, and the other one belonged to pinch hitter Eric Sogard. So, Of the nine guys that started the game, only two of them had hits against Detroit pitching. And this is not a Tigers uh, team that is in any way, shape, or form contending for anything this year other than the number one overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft come 2020. They have the worst record in the American League, even worse than the Baltimore Orioles, and yet the Rays still found trouble trying to put together hits against guys like Daniel Norris, Andrew Verhagen, and Joe Jimenez. That's not Justin Verlander and Shane Green by any way, shape, or form in the imagination. I just looked at this team thinking that they certainly looked... Like they had just stepped off a plane from the West Coast and were still dealing with the effects of uh, a cross country plane flight and whatever sort of illnesses that may be going through clubhouses at this time. You know, the weather here certainly has not helped things, as uh, in the Tampa Bay market, it has rained pretty much for the last five days uh, constantly. And Uh, I've heard uh, reports of sicknesses going through uh, uh, clubhouses, Uh, apparently there was stuff going through the Mariners clubhouse, and I would not be surprised the way that teams play, you know, you're next to guys all the time from the other team, and if somebody had gotten sick uh, in the Mariners clubhouse, it, it can pretty much run its way through Uh, other clubhouses very very quickly especially uh, when you are on a plane uh, you can certainly get your own uh, team sick at that point I don't know if there are any raised players that are under the weather but uh, certainly the bats looked ill on Friday evening and the problem with the bats not doing well is it wasted a tremendous performance from Charlie Morton. He allowed just a single unearned run in seven innings of work and struck out nine, the one run coming in on a pass ball by Travis Darno. And Morton said after the game that he and Darno just got mixed up on their signals. He was looking for a fastball and got a ball in the dirt that ended up. Uh, or he was looking for a ball in the dirt and he got the fastball, excuse me, that uh, got past him and ended up going to the backstop and allowing what ended up being the winning run to cross. Uh, so, a single unearned run in seven innings from Charlie Morton. And uh, I was talking with a friend of mine after the game. He was mentioning how, you know, when Morton is on the hill, you've got to win games. And I agree completely. And especially with the fact that Morton gave you a perfect, a nearly perfect start, you know, with the exception of the unearned run. You know, it's tough when you tell a guy you can't give up a run because you're going to give you're going to give up your chance at a no decision. And I can understand the frustration from fans. I'm sure Morton. Uh, went into the clubhouse last night and had to vent his frustration to somebody, though Charlie is about as even keel a player as you will see. I don't think I've ever seen him angry at somebody. He kind of gets the, the you know, flabbergasted look if you ask him a silly question or you ask him something that comes out of left field and he was not uh, totally prepared to answer but uh, and I've seen that because I've asked him some of those silly questions. But for me, I look at uh, that performance, and yes, it's extremely disappointing that, you know, you get an amazing outing from a guy like Charlie, and you're not able to get him any support run uh, offense wise to uh, give him a chance to win the game. And then when Pete Fairbanks makes his major league debut, uh, the Tigers kind of dinked and dunked to get an extra run out of him. Oliver Drake did put up a zero, but a two nothing game. That's that's a game that the Rays should be able to come back on. And really, they had an opportunity in the ninth inning against Jimenez, getting uh, a couple of guys on with two outs. And Bruce Dreckman, the uh, home plate umpire, called Mike uh, uh, called Eric Sogard out on a uh, pitch that. Yeah, let's face it, it was way up and way outside, and yet Dreckman still called it strike three. So yeah, even the umpires can have a bad day, and that's uh, a bad day all around for Tampa Bay. And now they find themselves needing to win both games remaining in order to continue their uh, series win streak and make it three series in a row. We'll see what Ryan Yarbrough has in store for the Tigers this afternoon or in, and into this evening. Hopefully, he can uh, rain down on the Tigers team like the uh, weather has rained down on Tampa Bay for most of the last week. One uh, uh one sad note uh, to bring you and uh, I mentioned this while the team was in San Diego about how much I enjoyed watching Fernando Tatis Jr. play the game. And uh, unfortunately, it looks like we are not going to see Tatis again this season. His back issue uh, Padres manager Andy Green saying on Friday that it is highly likely that Tatis has played his final game this year. And that's uh, that's a bad thing for baseball. It, he's extremely exciting to watch. I, I certainly feel... That he has done enough this year, uh, even though he missed six weeks in the beginning of the season and he's going to miss the final six weeks of the regular season. I can't think of, uh, uh, you know, another guy right now that I would put the uh, National League Rookie of the Year award on. It's got to be Tatis. He's just been absolutely incredible. Well, uh, all right. I take that back. Um, You know, (laughs) Tatis, Pete Alonso. Yeah, there's going to be it's going to be a really tough uh, road for, uh, you know, to pick anybody other than those two. And I keep forgetting that Alonzo is still a rookie uh, because he plays the game like he's uh, a six year veteran. And uh, maybe that's a maybe that's a plus for uh, for me, because I probably would have given the National League Rookie of the Year award to Tatis and then gotten yelled at by uh, every baseball fan and especially every baseball fan in this market going hey don't you remember Pete Alonso he's from plant high school he's still a rookie why didn't you give him the rookie of the year well I I I personally uh am have enjoyed watching Tatis play And, and yes Pete Alonso is now Tied the uh, mark for most home runs hit by a National League rookie, tying Benito Santiago's 39 back in 1987, and now uh, he still has six weeks to go to uh, make his own mark. So, yeah, maybe I guess Alonso is going to get the uh, Rookie of the award, but it's it's not uh, should not be a uh, uh, a bad thing to look at what Tatis has done, becoming just the second a uh, short rookie shortstop to hit uh, 30 home runs and steal 15 bases, joining Nomar Garcia Parra, who did it back in 1997. So uh, it's going to be sad that they're not that we're not going to be able to see Fernando Tatis again this year. We can only hope that uh, the back uh, he's he handles the back issues and uh, can come back in 2020 and uh, continue to wow. People should be a, a fun fun time in San Diego if you've got a guy like Tatis healthy so we'll see what he looks like come 2020. Finally today the New York Yankees came up with a, an idea that would make Major League Baseball look more like Little League Baseball and this comes on the heels of getting bludgeoned by the Cleveland Indians earlier this week 19 to 5. Yankees manager Aaron Boone Uh, posited whether or not Major League Baseball should go to a mercy rule, uh, mostly because of the fact that he had to use designated hitter Mike Ford for two innings on the mound. He uh, became the first Yankees position player to throw two innings in a game. And uh, he basically said, well, what if I don't want to get my pitchers hurt? I need to be able to maybe we should just have a mercy rule. Well, this isn't Little League, Aaron. You know, there's a reason why high school football has a running clock and Little League baseball has the mercy rule, but you don't see a mercy rule in the professional ranks and you don't see a running clock in the professional football or the college football ranks. Those are games that need to be played and you need to be able and, you know, it, it sucks that there's no clock in baseball because then maybe you could just wait for the clock to run out but you got to get all 27 outs or 24 outs if you're getting bludgeoned on the road and you know that's a part of being a professional I certainly think that for them to put a mercy rule in Major League Baseball or in any level of professional baseball other than the idea that you play seven-inning games and double-headers in the minors. You should have to get all nine innings or all eight innings uh, of pitching in. It just uh, allows everything to remain fair. You know, as James Shields used to say, if you don't like it, pitch better. And so I think it's hilarious that it's the Yankees manager... That is positing this. I can understand if you're asking for a mercy rule and your uh Ron Gardner in Detroit or your Brandon Hyde in Baltimore or your Charlie Montoyo in Toronto. Those guys, I would expect them to go. Maybe we need a, a mercy rule because we're getting our heads bashed in. You know what it you know the last time that the Yankees lost more games in a season than they won? 1991. Yep, if you're 27 years old or younger, you have never seen a Yankees team with a losing record at the end of a year. Not once. And now Aaron Boone is going to come out and go, Oh, maybe we should use a mercy rule. Please. You know what? If you're the Yankees, you should get your heads bashed in. All I know is that 19-5 game, I had a big smile on my face afterwards. And to hear Aaron Boone and the Yankees cry poor because they had to use a position player for two innings of work on the mound. Again, if you don't like it, pitch better. Speaking of pitching better, hopefully the uh, Rays will get a better outcome of today's contest as Ryan Yarbrough will get the start. He's looking for his 12th win of the year. He will go up against Jordan Zimmerman. That is a 6-10 first pitch from Tropicana Field. We will have the Inside Pitch radio show this evening at 5 o'clock from the TROP. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Inside Pod, and subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen to today's show whether that is Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter. If you're on Apple Podcasts, though, please leave us a rating and a review. Hopefully it's five stars. Uh, We uh, really need those as it helps us reach as many Rays and baseball fans as possible. I'm Steve Carney. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Inside Pitch Podcast.